0: Buttons galore. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. This is the Boulevard's favorite girlfriend. Good morning, everybody listening on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, watching on YouTube, and of course, Facebook Live. Good morning. This is Joshua T. Berglund's morning gratitude coming to you from the heart of Little Italy, San Diego. Oh, yeah, and we're Live Mono Worldwide Studios, too. I forgot about that. Special shout-out to our sponsors, SoCo Cannabis Creations, Face Camp Skincare, Care, Color Evolution Cosmetics, is there something else? Oh, yeah, E360 TV, yeah. What's up? Thank you so much for your support, guys. Uh, what a show today. That was the Boulevards. I, I'm i going through. I'm finding all of their new music, and I got turned on to them by Mary Milhone, my really, really good friend, and I really dig them. I, it blows me away, musicians that – like, there's so many talented musicians out there that just – they're not signed, and I, I it blows my mind because – there's just some really talented freaking people. Um, I okay, so we got two, we have two guests today. The first one is a, a force of nature. Um, her bio, I, like I, it's so stinking impressive and long. I'm just gonna let her. T- I mean, it would take me 30 minutes to read it, but it's it's amazing. And all it says to me is this: this woman has dedicated her life to being a leader. And in transforming the world, it, it just in, in every aspect politics, uh, philanthropy. Whoa, I said it. I almost said it. I said it. And but just giving back and empowering other people and empowering women and, and freaking empowering men, too. Incredible woman. Um, I cannot wait to bring her on. Uh, we're going to do that right now. First of all, Jordan, Jody, Bonnie, Nick, great to see you guys. Good morning. Wonderful to see you guys. If you're wondering who the heck I'm talking to, radio audience, you can check us out on Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Good morning, uh, Michelle. Good to see you. Golly, all over the world this morning. This is great. Love to see your faces. Let's do this. Tyree Nicole Dillingham. Let's bring her to the show. The studio audience is clapping. Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Of course. I've been excited about this for a while since we first talked about it. Um, it's so good to have you on the show. Um, it is, I just, again, I don't even know where to start with you except for the very first question. What are you grateful for today?
1: Oh, I love this question because gratitude is everything. I mean, it really is the beginning and the end, the easiest way to shift your energy, gratitude, being in gratitude. And so I was thinking about, it, I was like, what's the perfect answer? God, what's the great answer? And, you know, I think I was just like, I want to be, you know so revolutionary with my answer but really what came up for me was that i'm so grateful for my my curiosity and my love of learning wow because i think that it really drives me to continually be in a space of gratitude and exploration and just seeing what's available and what's out there for me and for other people And I mean, that is like the driving force behind everything in my life is just like, hey, what's next? What's this? What's that? You know, what's available for me? Where, where can I go that I haven't gone before? You know, what's new ground for me to cover? What do I get to break through? Where do I get to, you know, accomplish up level? See what's, you know, my, what's my 10? What's my new 10? You know, where, where am I constantly in evolution, and it is, I mean, it's my everything. So, I mean, there's so many things that I'm grateful for, but if I had to sum it up into one, that would be it.
0: That's really good. <laughs> that, that's awesome gratitude. Okay, so we had one of the, I, we at Jessica Lee's book signing, uh, we had a chance to speak for the first time, and I've just been enamored with you since then <laughs> because you, you've you dedicated your life to giving, um, you've worked in the political space at the really, I mean, this, the state of California, I mean, you've worked at the, the highest level and, and just, golly, I, I don't even know where to start with you. Cause it's just like, you have all the makings though, to be the next president of the United States. I mean, ser- like a good one. That's a compliment actually, not, not a mockery of the, the system. It's actually a compliment. Like you are the kind of person that should be leading this country but, you know, you right now you're doing it in so many different ways. So I don't know where to start with you, but I will ask you this. What's on your heart? Like what what right now is just sitting with Tyree and it's like, I want to get this off my chest.
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Um, well, first of all, you know, it's so funny that you should say that about me being president, because when I was five, that's what I declared. I was like, I want to be the president of the United States. Um, And I actually let sort of led my lifelong journey into politics with that drive. So, I mean, I was watching Ronald Reagan give a speech, and I turned to my family, and I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to be the president of the United States. And they all started laughing, and they were like, well, a woman will never be president, is what they told me. Now, keep in mind, my father was born in... 20s. So my aunts and uncles are all, you know, in their 80s and 90s and so for them at the time that's really you know that was their limiting belief that's what they thought. Mm-hmm. And so I that's kind of what drove me. I was like, well, don't you know, mom says I can be anything that I want. Of course I can be president. And so it really drove me in a, in a lot of ways. And so when other kids were sitting around watching cartoons, I was watching the nightly news with my grandparents, you know, asking them questions. <laughs> so I really just kind of dove in at an early age and I was so, so driven and motivated by it. Um, and I think that kind of drives me to your question that you just asked about what, what's really heavy on my heart. And what I, what I spend a lot of time thinking about obviously is, politics. I'm still a complete policy wonk, political junkie. And it, it, it's heavy on my heart, the way that our political system is dysfunctioning right now. And it's been a long time coming. And I, I talk about this a lot, but it's, everybody is so quick to point a finger and like everyone, I mean, if we're really leaders, if you're a leader in your life, if you're a leader in your sector, if you want to be a leader, then which every single one of us is, then you get to be in responsibility because leadership is taking responsibility for it all. And what that means is that, you know, being aware of, of your language and being aware of what you're posting and what you're listening to and what you're watching on television. I've done a lot of work with kids and, and service. And I just, I think for me that it, that's everything because I mean, I, I literally even see leaders in our space who are transformational leaders who post such hateful, angry things and I'm not telling you to stand for one side or the other. I'm telling you to stand for for humanity. And when you speak about people, whoever it is, whether you agree with them or not, in such a hateful tone, you know, even if it's covert because you're publishing all of the you know, you're posting all these articles or whatever that are for you to be right. I mean, that's basically, you know, most of the time that's what people are saying like, Oh, see, I'm so right. My guy's good. My gal's good. Like, you know, screw this. And that is, it weighs so heavy on my heart because it, it is functioning. at such a low vibrational frequency. And and you're putting that energy out into the world. And we've really entered into, you know, we're no longer in the technological age. If you read any of Michael Hewell's books, The Shift Age, you know, we have left the technology area era and we have entered into the intuition or the consciousness era. And I'm sure you're seeing a shift because you meet people all the time that are like, I have this feeling I, you know, I feel a certain kind of way or. I have this premonition or intuition or whatever. Like it's crazy, right? That you meet people all the time, like even totally unenlightened people that think that all the fluffy woo woo stuff is, is kind of, you know, out there. They, Ooh. even they are feeling a certain kind of way, you know, and you're seeing it on in our country, a global shift. And so it is that much more important for us to, to get curious and really explore how um, how we are perpetuating this cycle of anger and hate and violence and all of it, you know, by what we're creating, and call everybody to a higher game.
0: Yeah, I. Th- they're so true, and I, I'm at a I'm in a state of questioning everything. Um, and I've always been a curious, like I've led by curiosity. Uh, I read a book called The Power of Curiosity, and then my friend Martin Lopez has the the curiosity. Uh, what is it called? The curiosity theory, the curiosity theory. And it, and it is so powerful just being curious, but it's everything. It's like, why do I believe what I believe? Why do I, why do I align politically? Why? Like it really is, is it because of my parents did it or is this because it's true to me? And like the constant digging and the willingness to go, why, 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 why? And then explore those answers and keep going down your own wormhole to figure it out. And eventually you find your truth. And I got there. Like I got to that place where I was like, okay, now I'm filling a block. I got to break this. And I was fortunate over the weekend to start my process and start my journey of breaking that. Um, And it's been, it's been amazing to me, but it's also allowed me. I've never been so comfortable in my own skin, but it all started with curiosity
1: Mm -hmm. and it's
0: so powerful. So I, I love that you're saying this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's so important because, I mean, I used to spin news for a living. So, you know, it was it was like, okay, these are your marching orders. We're going to pass this policy, you know, and it was literally my job to make sure that when you turn on the five o'clock news or when you open the paper the next morning, there was somebody, you know, a mayor or a chamber of commerce rep or whomever that was making you think, like, oh, this is the good policy. I should follow this, you know, whether it was a union leader or a mayor or whomever. Like, that was my job. And so, I mean, I was in the political spin game. And when I worked for Governor Schwarzenegger, I would I would wake up and read every single newspaper in the state of California. And so, I mean, I didn't read it front to back, but I read all the pertinent articles about what we were talking about and what local issues were about. So I would spend a good hour, hour and a half reading because I I got to put my finger on the pulse. And I'll tell you, number one, most of the time, a lot of these papers would just literally copy paste our our press releases. Um, and a lot of the time they didn't even do it right. I mean, they would leave like zeros off of numbers, you know what I mean? Like, which is a big deal when you're talking about a hundred million dollars, you know, like we're not talking about 50 cents versus five dollars. You know, I mean, we're talking about right. big numbers, and I got to see all of the slants on everything. And it like, I'm literally befuddled that people just tune into Fox news or CNN. And they're like, yep, 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 yep. Yep. I mean, I was reading an article yesterday. There's one poll out that says Trump's at 50% approval rating. And there's one poll out that says he's at 35%. Like that's a huge difference. And yeah. you know, and it's all slant because everybody, you know, I mean, their polling size and everything. And, But if you want to be right, you're going to read your 50% or your 35% and be like, yep, see, yeah, he sucks. You know, oh, he's great. Like whatever, whatever it is. And it totally baffles me how much misinformation is out there and that people are not curious. I mean, I literally see people go and and, and recite things that they read in some of these articles. And I'm like, you don't even know the source that they're getting it from or (laughs) where you saw it from somebody else. And it's not even true. You know what I mean? I'm like, like take a deep dive. People like get curious. This is your life. Like this is our, this is our world. And what do we really want to create in it?
0: Are okay? Are you listening? People are you listening? Are you listening on iHeartRadio right now and Spreaker, watching on YouTube, E three sixty, and freaking Facebook? Don't watch the news. Don't.
1: Did you hear well, what she just said? I'm not saying don't watch the news, but yeah, what I'm you saying Yeah, you what, did. What I'm saying is check a couple of sources and then get curious. Well, like
0: how do people check their sources though? Because how do how do they know if it's a credible source or not? We're just, you know, regular people.
1: Right. I mean it's 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 I mean, it's challenging. I'm not going to lie. Like, but <laughs> listen, listen to read a couple of, of, of sources. Like I always want to know what both sides are saying, because I know that somewhere in the middle is the truth.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I always read multiple sources. So if I read an article and I'm like, wow, that's, that's really, you know, interesting. Then I'm going to go out and find whoever's against that. And I want to read their article. And then I'm going to do some Googling, you know, and and so it's really, like I said about getting curious, it's like um, if you heard a product on the radio, right? You know, you're not just going to be like, great, I'm going to go out and buy that. No, you're going to sit down and do a little bit of research. You know, hopefully, I don't know. I mean, if not, we got a whole other show that we get to talk about. But it's like, you know, like they're in the business of sales. Newspapers right. in the business of sales. Like, you know, the political organizations are are in the business of influencing your thought process. Right. So, you know, like knowing their intention, and that's fine. Like, it's not an ill intention, but, you know, I mean, no longer news organizations are fighting for survival. And so, you know, you just, it's not that you shouldn't believe anything that you see, but it's it's an opportunity for you to really take a deep dive and go, wow, I really wonder about that. You know, like, really going on and and start to to educate yourself and really really connect with it all
0: i love it really quick uh everybody uh, facebook um the facebook audience you can join us over at facebook live so you can join in on the comment section michelle says propaganda 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 uh you got to be selective and read between the lines amen to that hello trisha good to see you jody doesn't have a tv and she does not watch the news uh, Gloria says great topics. Uh, Harold says please. Um, Nick also says, I can't believe people watch the news. <laughs> what, what is, is there a, for the, like on at a higher percentage of credit, is there a credible news source out there? Is it the independent news or is that even swayed now?
1: I'm not going to embarrass anyone because I I, I think that they're, you know, like I said, everybody's driven by an agenda. And so there's there's lots going on. And and again, that's not to say that it's all bad. Right. You know, like, like I said, getting curious and also like demanding and watching and supporting what they're reporting on. I can't tell you for how many years in politics people would be like, why do they do these negative attack ads and send out these bad mailers? I'm like, uh, newsflash, they work like they are effective. If they were not effective, if you did not get, you know, all of this angry, fearful mail or ads and they were not effective, they wouldn't do them. And that goes back to my, my original point of, of responsibility and what we're putting out into the world. So it's easy for everyone to be like, well, I don't do that. You know, nobody else does that. Good. Fine. Great. If you don't do it, educate people. Like you get to be a leader in the space. Like, you know, if, if you're a Democrat or a Republican and you're just voting for someone because they're a Democrat or a Republican and you aren't clear on what they stand for, like, you get to get freaking curious, guys. Like this is nonsense.
0: I you mean you get it's- to be curious. That is your human right, is that you get to be curious about the world around you and, and and what's going on with yourself. It's okay to ask yourself questions. If you if you feel troubled by something you see or it doesn't feel right, ask. Take the time, give yourself give yourself the opportunity of freeing yourself from that awful feeling and just be curious and ask yourself because it's Man, we just have crap thrown at us. We we don't have facts presented to us. We have opinions over and over and over again. It's so frustrating. I've had to turn it off and like I heard about I just now heard about the school shooting in Florida. Just now. Like yeah. that I, and I'm like oh what a jerk am I? I mean, cuz that hurts my heart and I didn't even talk about it. But I didn't know about it until today or no yesterday. I just kind of, I, I, I look outside, we live in San Diego. So it's like, I look outside and the world around me and I'm like, eh, we're all getting along. (laughs) You know, I see people wanting to make change. I pay attention to that. I don't pay attention to the other crap. So I love it. Okay. So here's something I want to transition real quick. You golly. So where did the heart of philanthropy come from? Sorry. I struggle with that word
1: philanthropy. Um, sure so you know i the one thing that i've always been very clear on even when i was 5 and decided that i wanted to be president was that i knew that i was put on this planet to serve and mm-hmm. be in service so you know maybe that was a product of the way that i was raised i mean we did lots to give back i mean my mom just you know it, that was just who who we be as a family if right. you coat, a new coat, you were giving a coat to a homeless kid. If we were going on vacation, we were collecting soaps and shampoos for the battered women's shelter, you know, whatever we were doing, whenever we were getting, we were giving and, and keeping that cycle and being in flow with it. So it's, you know, it's something that I've known my whole life. And originally I thought it's going to be politics. Like that's how I'm going to make real lasting change. And it's not that I don't think that change can be made at a political level because I still do. But it's I, I felt like there were so many special interest groups and people that were swaying things that I, I felt like I could be a bigger influence and a, and a bigger agent of change outside the political world. And I also wanted to get married and have kids. And there wasn't like a whole lot of space for that in the political world. And so I, when I left governor Schwarzenegger, it was because I, I saw that my, I literally every drop of my being, there was no balance in my life. I was completely immersed in politics day in and day out, every campaign, every everything. And then, you know, when I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I thought I'm just going to throw my blackberries in the ocean and go to Bora Bora and sit in a hut for a year and read books. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I was just like, forget it. I'm out of here, you know? And then (laughs) I did, I was just like, forget it. Like I needed to decompress. And I knew that, that there was something going on with me where I wasn't, I was out of, out of balance, out of integrity with myself. And so then Arnold was like, well, not so fast. I got something for you. And he introduced me to some students. And, you know, I have been thinking to myself, like, what am I gonna do with this Rolodex? Like, I got to travel the world. I've met every, every powerhouse leader on the planet. Been a part of historic changes on a national and state level. And I thought, what do I do with all these people? You know, and there was lots of companies recruiting me, like, come do government affairs for us or public affairs. And I was like, no way, Jose! Am I freaking putting my time and energy into somebody else's bottom line? You know, the the bottom line for me is social good, right? And so I met the kids, and I really, really just fell in love with them. And so there was a moment. You want to hear the story?
0: Yeah, please.
1: Um, that really shifted everything for me because I, I, when Arnold first asked me, I was like, forget it. Like I've dealt with the the education world. I don't want to do nonprofit. I don't want to do any of that. And so we, we partnered with Mammoth mountain, which is, you know, one of the biggest ski resorts in the country. And they were paying for a hundred of our kids to learn how to come up and ski and snowboard. And these are kids who, you know, they've never been outside of their little four mile radius. They haven't seen the beach and they live in San Diego. And so, and then I partnered with Alaska Airlines and we're flying the kids up to Mammoth Mountain. And so we, I get all the kids in the, in the plane and we fly up there and they're going crazy. They're learning how to ski, snowboard. Mammoth pace for their gear, their lessons, their food, their shelter, everything. And Arnold comes up, skis with them. Stacy Cook, U.S. Olympic gold medalist, comes up. Johnny Teller, X Games gold medalist. Like, everybody's coming up, and it's just, like, just trip of a lifetime. And I'm like, wow, I'm so empowered. I'm excited. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, how cool is this? You know, like, I could get on board with this. Yeah. So we get on the bus and we're headed back to the airport and I'm like on the mic and I'm, and the kids are off, off the walls just jumping all over and they're all middle school kids. So I get on the mic and I'm like, what was your favorite part? Raise your hand, you know? And the first kid raises his hand and he looks at me and he says, I got to sleep in my own bed. And I like, I can't even tell the story without crying. And I just was like, You know, I just, and the next girl raised her hand and she's like, I got to eat until I was full. And I thought, wow, like I am right where I'm supposed to be. Because this is where I get to connect all the resources and the powerful, amazing people that want to give back in a really amazing, productive way. And, From that point forward, I dedicated my life to improving the lives of others and and letting kids know how much they matter and what's possible for them. Oh, my God.
0: (sighs) I'm sorry. I have to smile for a second. um, I'm so inspired by people – who don't just talk about wanting to change, that are taking action, and it's so incredible to me. Um, that I mean, I just your, I just felt your heart, and that, and it, it's incredible. It's inspiring, and it just makes me want to do more. Um, I, I, you know, I for a while I kind of went by the nickname the mayor, and I thought about running for mayor, and like you thought, you know, I can have a bigger change, not in politics, without restrictions. And so I have a very ambitious goal um, of being able to take this show on television, or and and using it as a platform to get me into get me to London, to get me to Africa, to get me to you know Australia and New Zealand, and all over the world, and work with mental health issues and abused children, uh, sexually and physically abused children, and HIV patients, and so on, just to be able to bring light into those communities, and then hope to make change at a government level. So I don't know if that's I mean, for some reason, the United Nations keeps popping up in my head is the place that I want to be. But like, I, I'm just wh- the reason I'm telling you this, Tyree, is that hearing you say that and knowing the work that you've done reassures me that I can make this happen. I can make this vision happen for my life and, and on behalf of other people. So I thank you. I, I, it's people like you that show the way. And, I, and I'm very grateful for you for that.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, we can go to the UN together because that's on my list. <laughs>
0: is it? Oh, man, I was hoping you'd say that.
1: It's really on my goal board, which is over there. But, like, the UN, like, they have a whole poverty, like, committee. And um, poverty eradication is, like, my freaking jam. So, you know, it's – I have a whole plan around it. So after everything that I've learned and being in the field and working with people. So – you know, I think that it's it's the heart and soul of of everything. So,
0: oh well, then we're gonna we're gonna be talking. Then, <laughs> uh, so what is what's like what right now? is, Oh, actually, no, I want to know about this because I see you. Um, you're I know you're, you're the CEO of Inspirement Tribe. Mm-hmm. Would you tell the audience what that is? Sure. So, Hi, Um, <clears throat>
1: after working, you know, in politics and with kids, and then I. Then I got into a space of um, personal enlightenment and transformation. And I have done a lot of, of work in the space. And I've coached and I've captain. I've facilitated. I've trained. And after working with the kids, I saw, you know, Mammoth was the start. And then I, I started to evolve. And I would bring all these amazing things to the kids. And they weren't really like taking advantage of them. So like Kobe Bryant gave us access to his basketball camp paid for everything, all this stuff. They got to have like a private meeting group with Kobe and the kids couldn't even show up for the bus. And I was like, what's in the gap here? And it was, it was happening parallel with my personal transformation work. And I've worked in homeless schools. I've done just about a little bit of everything. And I realized how much, Emotional intelligence actually plays a role in in everything. So, like all the everything that you're talking about, and you'll see as you go through your journey too, um, how how it's really the foundation of of everything. And understanding that your intention, your intention, and your mind is the most powerful thing that any one of us has. And so, I thought, you know what this is really where we get to go because I was providing the kids amazing programming and it was effective. Like it was great. You know, we were, we were helping kids with the high school dropout rate. I had a 99% uh, success rate on, because one kid every 26 seconds in this country drops out of high school. So our kids were graduating from high school and going on to college at a rate of 99%. Like we were targeting a lot of things. I had all the numbers, but I knew in my heart that there was something more. And so I, I actually rebranded our organization to be called Inspirement Tribe because I also had a different vision for the nonprofit world. And I had now worked in corporate America. I worked in the political world and I worked in the nonprofit world. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to blow this up. And it gets to look different because the generations beyond us Won't just think that companies who give back are nice, like, oh, that's nice that you have a corporate social responsibility department, whatever the hell that means. (laughs) Uh, They will demand it. And that is where consumer buying behavior is going. And I thought, you know, there's something to this. And I was tired of asking people to give money and just, you know, hey, I'll talk to you next Christmas. Thanks for the $200 donation. You know, have a nice life. And here's a newsletter to junk up your inbox. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I was like, it, it gets to look different. And so I literally kind of blew up the nonprofit world and decided that it gets to be an ecosystem. Ooh. And so what that means is that kids are getting social and emotional development programs, as they, they call it in the education world, social and emotional learning. And, and adults get to have it because there's something to be learned from everyone. And so we're actually currently in the process of launching our adult programs with the goal being that uh, that the programs that that leaders and adults, people with means can pay for will fund all of the programming that we are given to kids. And because, I mean, I primarily work in inner city homeless schools, title one schools, but I was like, it's got to look different. Like I'm tired of going out and just asking people for money and I'm good at it, by the way. Like, I mean, (laughs) I millions of dollars, literally millions of dollars in, in donations over the years and grants and things like that. And, but there's all kinds of restrictions, all kinds of expectations. And for me it's like exhausting because I just want to do What I do best, which is inspire people, get them to see what their purpose is, understand their vision and freaking vision in every area of their life, you know, in their health and their finances and their and their, you know, fitness and their relationships and their family and go out and be the best version of themselves so that we can inspire the world together. Because if you inspire yourself, you inspire the world. And, you know, so I was so freaking committed to that that I'm like, everybody gets to have this work every the work that you're doing right now the whole planet gets to have it because that's where you make lasting change and so all these nonprofits that operate in a silo right and, you know it's kind of like okay well i do this you know i and they're all noble amazing causes by the way like i don't want anyone to think that i'm dissing them but it's very narrow minded it's like i'm just focused on this little, you know, I just do after school programming. I just do, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I just do cancer research. I just do this, you know? And it's like my, my vision, my big vision is, you know, like we're just blowing that up because we dump billions of dollars into nonprofits and we are one of the most well-educated, well-resourced countries in the world. And you're telling me that we can't eradicate poverty. I call bullshit. Sorry. Yeah.
0: no, it's fine. I, I 100% agree with you.
1: But, you know, I'm like, we can do this. We get to do this. And it's why I started my MBA program at Georgetown, was to explore global poverty. And, you know, I'm like, this is really where we get to go and, like, what gets to happen. And so I I I found the name. I created the name. Inspirement was not a word. and But I made it because I was just like... This says everything. What's your inspirement? You know, like what gets you going in the day? And and I like the word tribe because it's global yet community. And we are all, every single person on this planet, we are in one tribe. One tribe. Everybody is connected energetically. So I took the program and, and relaunched it and ecosystemed it and revamped it and recreated it so that when you're involved and when you're part of the tribe, which everybody's a part of the tribe, by the way. But when you're a part of the tribe, you understand that you can learn and give and receive all at the same time and really be in flow and like be a part of the movement, be a part of the change. It doesn't have to look any certain kind of way. There's always something you can do to give back. There's always something that you can do to receive. And it's really just, you know, it's about community and it's about creation and, and elevation Consciousness, love leading with love and that's it that's it no big deal. you know just small little, small I'm, little. I,
0: I actually you know so I spend a lot of time on this show talking about how I don't join well tribes or groups or you know I kind of avoid masterminds in the traditional sense I I, I just I have my own path that I feel led to carve. But I have to tell you, even though I'm not in a decision making decision mode, at least for the next couple of months, I um, this is a tribe that I want to support no. and get behind because it is in line with my belief and your belief that we are all connected. We are all one. We are all. I mean, I, we're all God's children. It doesn't matter what you look like, what you believe in, who you love, um, <laughs> where you're from, how much money you have. We're all part of this together. And if we work together, we can change the world. And I'm of that belief. That's why I have the vision that I have. And so it just, it warms my heart knowing that there's other people out there like that. And you have my 190% support that I'm behind you and with you. And, you know, I'm here to support you in any way I possibly can, which I believe is a freaking lot. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I'm excited to work with you. I think it's, it's amazing. You know, I mean, it's the, 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 the will is out there. People yes. want to help. They want to give back. Yes. I mean, I've coached thousands of people. And when I really asked them what their vision for the world is, I have not met a single person that was like, I just want to make money and travel the world. Like every single person, while that may be a part of it, every single person has a vision
0: So, and yeah, and you can, what, what's amazing about, especially being like an entrepreneur or having a business or like a, a show. Like I had this, I mean, seriously from, it became more defined as I got older, but I can remember at 13, 14, 15 years old saying, I want a job that I can travel all the time and go all over the world and work with like work in local communities and help different organizations. And th- and again, now it's more defined exactly, precisely wh- who I want to help, which is a lot of people, but it's more defined. And and it's so funny because I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed now even more because now I don't think I can do it. I don't hope I can do it. I know I'm going to g- do it. I get to do it because yes, yes, I have the resources are coming to me to be able to do this, and I believe I I'm I know it's going to happen. And so in like today, you being here, you what you said about the United Nations, that's all like saying I'm, on, I'm right, I'm on the path and I'm getting the people because I want to do this. It matters to me because we have so many forgotten people out there that need help, they need a voice, they need someone to uplift them and to empower them and to give them hope. What you said about I got to sleep in my own bed. What a luxury that we take advantage, what, that we take for granted. What a, what a running water when people are like, "I don't know what to be grateful for." Really? Did you have to hike up a mountain three miles to get fresh water? Mm-hmm. Do you have a roof over your head? We have so much, and there's so many people around the world. I mean, people in our own neighborhood that don't have running water, that don't have food, that don't have a home. So I'm, I'm, I'm really serious about this. And I, (laughs) so I'm I'm with you, sister. Thank you. Um, I am so grateful you came on the show. I'm honest to God. I could talk to you for five hours. Um, and and I'm looking forward to many conversations. Um, I, um, I, um, so for coming on the show, I'm going to give you a giraffe,
1: a giraffe, cool.
0: Yes, yeah. It's a real giraffe, so you're gonna to have to feed it and water it, but and, and you cannot sell it and you cannot give it away.
1: Okay. What do you
0: what are you gonna do with it?
1: I can't sell it and I can't give it away. Um and I have to feed it and water it.
0: Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. give it water. It's gotta drink, right?
1: Yeah, I mean I think well, um I have to find a place for it to sleep, for sure. Um, But it's funny that you should say that because my neighbor has these giant giraffes, these metal giraffes in their backyard that I look at every day. So I think about giraffes randomly a lot. Every time I look out my window, I see the giraffes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, what would I do if I had giraffes in my backyard? So it's kind of serendipitous that you should ask me. But, I mean, I think if, if I had a giraffe that I couldn't sell or give away, I mean, I would I would take the giraffe and use it for good, you know, and, and let the kids see it and touch it and learn from it. And, you know, just like make it, you know, I'd have to learn a lot about giraffes and taking care of them because I like have a thing about being cruel to animals. You know, I can't handle it. I was watching Game of Thrones last night and the dragon died and I like lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, God, that
0: show. I don't
1: know. Oh God. I mean, I'm sure that some of the people watching probably have, but I freaking, I, I don't have television. It's the only show I watch in the dragon died. And I like lost my mind last night. I was like, this is enough. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be a dragon, right? Activist after that last night, but so I'd have to learn about it, but I think that the, I would totally take the giraffe, you know, and use it for inspiration, good, so that, you know, my kids could see and touch and learn from a giraffe. And, and the other random thing about the giraffe is that, um, I have this stuffed giraffe and that somebody gave me years ago. And so it's got an Inspirement Tribe t shirt on and it sits at the table with us. <laughs> When, I, when I'm when i doing things, I just now thought about that. I'm like, oh, my God, the giraffe. Like, we've actually never named it. But, like, he just, he sits there as, like, has a seat at the table. <laughs> oh, my a, God. He's so fluffy. So, you know, I always said, oh, this will be our mascot. You know, like, kind of jokingly I said that. And then you're like, what would you do with the giraffe? I'm like, I put a T-shirt on it and take it around to me and everybody in the freaking world so that they could be inspired by the giraffe. Oh, my
0: God. That's amazing. You you should look up. Uh, I don't know if you know about this, but look, the giraffe is a spirit animal. I think it's your spirit animal. You just don't know it yet.
1: Really? Seriously. Okay. You
0: read, read about it. I Someone sent it to me. People are sending me. I love this because people are either posting pictures of the giraffe and putting it on my wall or they're messaging them to me. And it's like, but then somebody sent me. I forgot who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's my, um, oh my gosh, Darius. Darius Oliver sent it to me. It's, as a spirit animal, what a giraffe is. It's, I'll let, I'm not going to run it for you. I'll let you read it. It's incredible. Yeah. All right,
1: listen.
0: Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today. You're amazing. And I cannot wait to uh, speak to you again because we've got some work to do.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. All right, thank you for having me. Have a blessed and beautiful day.
0: You too, Tyree. Thank you. Wow, she was awesome. Holy crap! I mean, I talked to her that the day that we first we had first talked, we just talked forever. She's fascinating, um, and inspiring. Damn it, she's really inspiring. Now I feel like I want to go out and do more than I wanted to before. Wow, unbelievable. All right, let's do this. All right, we now have another epic badass female on the show. Um, I hope I say her name right because it, you know. I butcher, I butcher names. That's what I do. But she's awesome. And you guys are going to love her. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Kimberly Butker. 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 Good yes. morning.
2: You said it right the first time. Great job. Ah.
1: How
2: are you doing? <laughs> how are you?
0: I'm lighter. And... uh I'm good, I'm really good.
2: Excellent, well thank you so much for having me on this morning.
0: Yeah, is your hair real? It's awesome.
2: I grew it myself, totally real.
0: Wow, that's a healthy head of hair. (laughs) Wow. Um, Well, welcome to Morning Gratitude. Um, First question is always uh, the most important question. What are you grateful for today?
2: just to be alive. You know, I, I work in a field where um, I get to meet people like you. It's your story yesterday and your journey and your history. And I think I hear stories like this all the time. And I get to meet different people from different backgrounds and different trials. And, um, you know, it's so easy for us to always play a victim and say, woe is me. And my life is this. And people complain about the things that they can change in their life. And then they don't. And then, you know, when I hear a story like yours, I think, yeah, I didn't have to go through any of that. So I I'm grateful for the life that I lived, to be alive, that um, I'm grateful for all my trials and my experiences that have brought me to where I'm at, where I'm at today, which is right here with you speaking to all of your listeners so I know it sounds so cliche and scripted, but um, I literally just listened to your story and I was touched. I was very inspired by you. So, thank you. You're welcome. Um,
0: I I woke up this morning. Um, I I I do a lot of writing. It's part of my morning routine, and yes, I wrote the words. I'm grateful I have HIV, mm-hmm. and and I just sat there and I go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I get to now have, I I, I get to now relate to another community that is forgotten Mm -hmm. and and sometimes shamed. Um, And I get this blessing and this privilege to now be part of that community and to help others and empower others and to educate and to know that it's not a death sentence and Mm -hmm. know that you can be healthy. I'm healthier now than I've ever been, which Mm -hmm. is shocking to think about. But I I appreciate your kind words. Um, you are, um, you, you're incredible. You have a lot of different things going on. Um, and it's like our first guest, it's like, wow, there's so much there. Like where do you go? (laughs) <laughs> but what? Let me ask you something, because you know when you a lot of times when you know we are all putting out content, we kind of stay to a we're speaking to an audience and it's a certain direction always, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have a different message that we want everyone to hear or see. Mm-hmm. Um, what's on your heart right now? Like what what's going on in your world that you just want to release or that you feel like now's the time to share? And 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 get off your chest.
2: So comes so, and turns away. Away. Um, um, oh, all so of a sudden well, I just started echoing my echoing on your end. Not anymore.
0: Now yeah. you're fine.
2: Okay. Um, as far as getting things off my chest, I really try to live in the moment. I've I've been a single mom my entire adult life, and I've gotten into I at one point in my life, in one season, I got into this routine of you know, the next day, the next step, focus on what's next, be prepared, right? There's this resiliency that comes with that. And I never really took time to stop and smell the roses and live in the moment. And so as far as when things hit my heart, when I'm going through a trial, when I feel stretched, um, I actually take to writing. I, you know, I was a C student in school. I was never a fan of English. I was never a fan of creative writing, even though I had to go through it. And I've discovered that that is a huge release for me. Hmm. And so whenever I come up, whenever I have a moment where I feel stretched, whether it's in business, yeah. uh, maybe it's in friendships, it's in relationships, it's parenting, it's any of those things. Um, I get that off my chest in the form of, of writing and I speak from pain. Ooh. That's usually when I get um, my best content. So to speak, sure. and, and really, I write it, and um, it's a release for me, and then it ends up blessing other people. So um, I'm a preacher's daughter, which it means I ha- like I have the rebel streak engraved in my DNA. So hard, so hard. Okay, so
1: um,
2: I have some stories, which we don't have to go into that today, but <laughs> and my dad is is. Um, Nobody has really held a candle to him, which I think is why I'm still single. <laughs> and one of the things he always taught me and I, I never really understood it until years later down the road. And that was Kimberly, do you, do you know why people go through trials in their life? Do you know why bad things happen? Do you understand, uh, why people have these experiences and like, no, I don't. What's the point? Because we have right. a loving God and why, why do people go through those things? Right. Um, And I believe that's because we live in a fallen world and we use those experiences to bless others and inspire others and let people know that, Hey, you're not the only one. I've gone through that too. And just because I don't look like you or I don't sound like you or physically you just see this person on Facebook. It doesn't mean that I don't have my own personal struggles or things that I go through. I was actually, I was just telling a couple of my friends, um, couple of my partners that I work with, I'm like, hey, I'm about to go on this show and I'm actually a little nervous. <laughs> They're like, Kim, you never get nervous about anything. I'm like, I know, I know, just show up, okay? That's all I ask. <laughs> and so as far as getting things um what's on my heart, I seize the moment. I live in the moment and I write about that stuff and I put it out there publicly for people to see and I make myself very, very vulnerable and it touches different people at different times and my content changes based off of my experiences and interactions with people.
0: I love that really quick. Everyone listening right now on iHeartRadio and Spreaker Live, uh, you can join the conversation over at Facebook. Just look up Joshua T. Bergland's Morning Gratitude. Uh, shout out to E360 TV and of course, YouTube. Thank you guys so much. Uh, really quick, Megan, uh, Leah, Todd beats my man. Good to see you. Savannah, Diane, Bonnie, Lisa, Jenny, Jenny, Tamara, Mandy, Krista, Michelle, Tamara, Lisa, Jody, Michelle. Wow. Hello. We're Good got morning, to people. everybody. Uh, welcome to Morning Gratitude. Uh, there's a lot of hey, Kims. You have – I've I've watched some of your lives. I've read your content, and I've read the comments in the section. I really do believe what you just said of speaking from the heart, your authentic su- success, uh, your authentic self – and your will- willingness to be vulnerable is empowering. And it's amazing how that works because, mm-hmm. you know, for men, it's you got to be tough. You got to be strong. And then women are also told to be tough and strong, too. You know, and mm-hmm. we're, we're, you can't be weak. You got to you got to keep your chin up. And, you know, but yet there's no strength in that. All that really right. does is causes more brokenness. It causes us to. Whether it, 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 it for some people like myself, when I hold stuff in, it comes out in anger. When I'm hurt, I express hurt through mm-hmm. anger, mm-hmm. which is not good working on that. <laughs> um, it's something that because anger is a secondary emotion. The real emotion is I feel hurt. And so mm-hmm. instead of expressing hurt, ah, that's what comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I love and appreciate that about you. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit about what you do because you're outside of empowering people. Are you, I mean, do you coach or
2: what do you do? Um, it's evolved into that a little bit. You know, my background is actually in finance. I I spent 10 years in that industry and I didn't know anything about it. I just stepped into it and it was an accident that I spent over a decade in it. Um, I became a real estate investor during that time. Another thing I accidentally got into that I didn't know anything about. And then I stepped into network marketing and kind of going back to the preacher's daughter thing. I think the reason why I love network marketing so much is because it's socially unacceptable. And so it feeds my rebel soul. <laughs> um,
0: why is it unacceptable? I mean, I know it's evolving. It's changed a lot compared it to what it's changed used a to lot. But what is that
2: about? I think it's been labeled unacceptable for several reasons. It really depends on who you talk to. Ninety um, percent of the individuals that have been exposed to network, network marketing have either felt like they have been hunted they have been chased or they have been sold. Uh, people want to buy, but they don 't want to be sold right and people have dreams that they want fulfilled uh, but they need somebody to take them to that place that they want to go to, which is how you know my position in network marketing i when I stepped into it i didn't know anything about it and it's it's one of those industries that it finds you you don 't go looking for it. <laughs> Nobody graduates high school and says, "I'm going to build an invisible franchise in a multi-million-dollar business without any cars, trucks, inventory, employees, or warehouses, and I'm going to go and change the world." It's something that finds you. And one of the things that I've noticed about our team and, and the brand that I'm with, which is Viseo, um, is we are attracting authentic real individuals, that they all have a story, they all have a past. And it starts with one person that was willing to say, hey, this is who I am, and I used to be a skeptic of this industry, and here's where I was broken. Here's where I turned a corner. This may or may not be for you, but here's how it's different. And I think you know the reason why it's socially unacceptable is because people step into this, and they're not taught how to be an entrepreneur. They may have the ambition and the belief and the courage in this industry, but they're not being built. uh, They're not being built spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically and financially. And you need all those variables to be successful as whether it's in network marketing or not. You need all of those things. You need to be developed. You need to be fed. And so in in our team, Overcome Nation, um, we have a 94 percent retention rate of individuals because they're being fed. Every single day in personal development. Who doesn't need that? Everybody. Who doesn't need to be poured into? Who doesn't need to be, to be told, hey, you know what? You fell down, but I'm here to help you back up. Lock arms with me. Come on, we're getting up. We're going. That's what a good coach does. Yeah. And then a good coach, they yeah. make you run sprints and it hurts and you get tired. And they <laughs> make you get that are really uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. And they say, you know what? You need to go do this. And it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? You're going to because you trust me and you trust me to take you to that place that you wanna go to. How bad do you wanna go to that place? They go, I I wanna go there, I wanna go to that place. Okay, you have to walk through the jungle and I'm gonna take you. And so I think that's what distinguishes us and makes us so different from our, our organization, from anybody else in the industry because we teach the philosophy of the wealthy that people can make money, but systems create wealth. And network marketing is a system of wealth creation that once you build it, you have an unlimited source of residual income. And so we take it a step further for individuals. You know, there's, there's so much value in educating people. We think that, again, the reason why people run from it is they're just not educated. People do this against principles and philosophy that they don't understand until right. they take the time to be open-minded about it. Um, and so that, you know, that's what we teach. That's what I do. I, my position initially was, I'm going to go and represent this company. And I have a purpose as far as goals and things that I want to accomplish. Um, And that has changed. And I have really developed a love for teaching and showing people you are capable of so much more than what you're doing right now. So much more. You're already building somebody else's dreams. Aren't yours important? why are they not as important and why are you scared to go after them? Is it because nobody believes in you? Cause we have, we have a system for that. We have a team for that. We have a free school for that. We have a community. Really? Yes. Free business school. Um, you can't go to school for network marketing. You can go to school for entrepreneurship. That's starting to be a thing now. And I think a big part of why there's a spotlight on entrepreneurship is because of the power of social media and technology and being able to run a business virtually where you couldn't really do that before in this industry. It right. was come to my party and people felt tricked into coming, uh. over, to, coming over to somebody's house to say, come over, I have something to show you. And then they're sold something. And they're like, you know, you're my best friend. Why, why weren't you just honest with me and telling me what it is that you have? You know, that was kind of the old school way of building. And now it's, you know, put it out there. And when it comes to the business school, Uh, I have my my partner, Rick, who uh, I'll introduce you to him sometime. Um, He was a huge skeptic of network marketing and explained it away and told people go get a real job. And (laughs) he discovered the value in it when his friend went from making, I think it was $5,000 a week. And nine months later he was making $27,000 a week. And he said, okay, that's my price to listen. What is it that you got? And, you know, for me, being in finance and being an outgoing personality, I was always pursued for this industry. I, I never did anything with it um, up until a couple of years ago. And I reached a point, I'm a single mom. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah. But, okay. Um, Wait, shout out
0: to single moms out there. <laughs>
2: the
0: Golly. Um,
2: I reached a point in my professional career that uh, my child was stuck at school. I was 45 minutes away. I had nobody to pick her up. She didn't have a cell phone. And I remember sitting in my car thinking, why am I doing this? Why am I working so hard for somebody else just to struggle picking up my child from school? And so my, my initial purpose in getting into this was, I just want to be able to pick up my kid. I haven't been able to do that for 10 years ever since she started school. I think I should be able to do that. I think I should be able to pick up my kid from school because those are precious years. And... In a few more years, she's going to be off in college. She, she's going to forget about me. <laughs> I'm going to be all by myself. Um, and so that was my price to actually do something. I had a pain point. And I stepped into it. I had no idea what I was doing. I think I, there was a season where I was one of those individuals that annoyed her friends and family and chased away people because I didn't have a mentor to show me, hey, let me teach you some things about this industry. Let me teach you some things about who else is involved in this, like Warren Buffett and Richard Branson and um, systems of wealth creation. And so um, that really attracts individuals to our business school, whether it's the community and the support and the love, the encouragement, whether it's the systems of wealth creation, whether it's learning about business from multimillionaires. Um, I mean, there really is something for everybody. Sure. Uh, Women specifically. You know, kind of going back to what you mentioned that um, men are supposed to be tough and women are supposed to be tough. and we're, There's this image that we have in our head of you have to look like the Victoria's Secret model and then you have to have the Louis Vuitton and you should be driving this car and this is how it should look. This is how life is. And it couldn't be any more further from the truth. And I think social media has... Um, an anchor in that because you're seeing these movie stars and these celebrities and people with this following. And, and every time you get a hit on your social media, there's that like, or there's that that love. Like the serotonin is released and you get a high and you're like, oh my gosh, I want more. And then we're addicted to our phones. <laughs> and we don't even know how to socialize in person. you know. And we're teaching people. We're scaling that back. And we're saying, hey, why don't you turn your Facebook and your Instagram into a cash flowing asset? We can show you how to do that. Let me show you how to make yourself vulnerable. Let me show you. Um, what's going to speak to people and what people need besides just maybe a product. Maybe they need somebody in their life to speak into their life. And that's what we build. We breed leaders to go out and bless other people. We help you find your purpose. A lot of people come into this, they see the money and they're like, yeah, I want to make the money. And then they end up evolving into not just a leader, but an influencer and somebody that's going to impact a community. And for me, Um, part of my purpose, I believe, is not just to inspire women and encourage them that, hey, you can be all that in a bag of potato chips. (laughs) You can have it all. You just have to be willing to go out and build it. And you have to be willing to go out and earn it. And you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. And if you trust me, I'll take you to that place. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, I'm so sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, getting uncomfortable and stretching yourself, testing your faith daily is... (laughs) Mm -hmm the ultimate way to grow and to really know you, this is where you get to see God's miracles. This is where you get to experience blessings that are unexpected is by stretching yourself. And so I love that. I love that you guys are doing that. Uh, Bonnie, Bonnie, like Bonnie, this would be perfect for you, by the way. Hi, Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie, seriously, I think this would be perfect for you. Um, sorry, keep going. No,
2: my, um, so I was going to say, in addition to, you know, being in a position to inspire and empower women and encourage them. Um, it's been placed in my heart to make a difference in human trafficking. They completely believe in putting things out in the universe and having it manifest. <laughs> and I always thought that that was just a bunch of crock, you know, because I was in finance. I'm all about data and numbers and I'm very, you know, all about structured, non-emotional transactions. Um, but I never dreamed. Uh, I, I just always lived for the next day as a single mom to get to the next day. And so um, I, my parents actually went to a seminar regarding human trafficking. San Diego is one of the worst places for it. And when this was placed on my heart, I, I started sharing that with some people. And I was amazed at the amount that the types of individuals that came to me or said, hey, I want to get involved in that and um but get this okay this is a fun story so i tried a dating app one time i live in alpine it was just like a mountain area of san diego mini mountain area suburb and nobody ever no guy ever lives in alpine right found this guy in alpine turns out he was somebody that works in the human trafficking division for san diego and he was on there doing the cyber stuff and I I was like, I was destined to meet you, probably not to date you, but to be in touch with you in some way, shape or form for fulfilling my purpose, because this is something that I want to make a difference in. And so, you know, kind of going back to manifesting and putting things out in the universe, it totally happens. So for the audience, you know, if you have dreams of being a public speaker, if you have dreams of retiring a spouse, if you have dreams and a purpose that you want to make a difference in the world and get involved in philanthropy or giving back. Um, if you have dreams of firing your boss, that's something that I specialize in. I can help mm-hmm. you fire your boss. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what that is. We have a place for you and what I do. In our I love
0: that. I'm in the middle of um, we're, ma- we're making a documentary um, with three different stories of Yay. Annie Lobera from, uh, well, I got to be careful what I was saying. We Sorry. have three different very, very powerful stories that we're going to share <clears throat> in this documentary on sex trafficking, because it's, it's worse than what people understand. It's, it's, it's the political level. I mean, I'm sure people heard about Pizzagate and kind of dismissed it. No, that really happens. Um, and it really, really does. Because I know one of my friends, um, I can say her name, Chong, she was a sex traffic victim. And, and then she turned into a madam before she gave her life to Christ, Mm -hmm. but her story and how it works and how they, how they set people up. And when they, when like politicians or athletes or, um, uh, you know, just wealthy people get these sex trafficked women or, or boys, Mm -hmm. um, when, when, when they, well, not the boys can't get pregnant, but when the girls get pregnant, they go into this blackmail phase in what they do but they also say that they abort the child, but they don't. Those Mm -hmm. babies go into organ factories. Mm -hmm. They go into, they're trained to go to be sex slaves. Mm -hmm. Um, They are raped, used for child pornography. It Mm -hmm. is darker and more twisted than people ever want to look at. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: People, a light needs to be shined on it, and um, I'm, we're hoping to do that. We'll probably get killed for doing this, but whatever, because it, it needs to be talked about because mm-hmm. people are taken off the streets, people disappear, and they go. They're sold. It, it is, it's is—it's a very real, scary thing. So we need more people taking action and exposing and shining light uh, on parts of the world like that.
2: It's a very real thing, I think, um Part of the reason why I'm drawn to it is I have a daughter that's prime age um, and being a independent, self-sufficient woman that, you know, I, I wear all the hats. I, I, I can only imagine what that life or that experience would be like and feel there, there's no way out. Um, so I have this heart. I, I just want to go and rescue them. I, yeah. I want to be able to, you know, if I could make a difference in one life in that way, um, I would say my purpose is fulfilled in that. And and that's that's just where I feel like my calling is. So, and this all started because I decided to start a business in a socially unacceptable industry called network marketing. So it's, you know, for individuals that try to explain this away and say it's not a real business or it's not a real job, fantastic. I hope I never have a real job. I don't want to be in the highest tax bracket, friends. If you're a W 2, you're in the highest tax bracket. So if you like that, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I hope I never have to have a real job, and I hope that I can continue to empower women, and inspire women, and inspire other people to go and give back to their communities. Maybe your thing is not human trafficking. Maybe your thing is making a difference in homelessness. Maybe it's digging wells in Africa. There's 2,200 children that pass away every single day because of drinking toxic water, which I'm involved in that as well with my company, Viseo. We've already done, I think we've dug about 10 wells over there. And it's super exciting because we can literally say that we're saving lives. Yeah. And as a domino effect of that, there are children coming uh, from other villages in Tanzania to come to these wells to bring fresh water back to their family. And they're staying for school and getting the education. Hundreds of children are staying for school and getting the education. And so um, I'm really proud of what I do and who I'm representing and who I'm working with. So I can't see any of anybody that's um, on the Facebook live right now, but I just want to give a huge shout out to all of you for,
0: um, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to shout them out. Um, Okay. Pardon Um, me, but everyone listening right now on iHeartRadio and Spreaker live watching on YouTube live. And of course, Facebook, you lovely people, uh, Karen, Lynette, Jamie, Judith, you're such an inspiration. Kim, Jamie is a big old. Yes. Kimberly proud to be in this company with you. Says Julie, Karen, great to see you. Bonnie, wonderful to see you as well. Ashley, Michael, uh, Keith, wonderful. Thank you guys so much for joining. We have the amazing... There's someone else here. Hold on. Amber Bree. Hello. (laughs) Krista, good to see you guys. Tamara, Krista, wow. Good. A bunch of lovely, powerful people on here. Thank you guys and welcome to Morning Gratitude. Um, Kim, you're freaking awesome. I want to know about the products because I... I, I don't know how many people know this, but I work with brands. I work with hundreds of skincare brands, cosmetics brands, mm-hmm. uh, supplement lines, nootropics, uh, and, and nutraceuticals. Mm-hmm. I, I work in that industry because of product placement and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, but I also work with the labs that create products. So I have an understanding of the science and how the manufacturing process, um, how important that is. Um, tell us a little bit of, I, I never do this. I cannot believe I'm doing this, but I'm curious. Um, Mm -hmm. tell me, tell me about your products.
2: Okay. So Viseo is a nutraceutical company that is truly changing the way people prioritize their health. Um, you know, when I first saw this, I thought, no way (laughs) I'm not selling vitamins. That's crazy. (laughs) I'm a professional and I had to trade in my, (laughs) I had to trade in my ego for that. And I was very humbled. And I traded my ego for more time with my, my daughter and more freedom. Um, so it's a nutraceutical brand. And what makes us so different is our delivery system, which is liposome technology. Uh, liposomes, you can Google it. When I first heard it, I thought, nope, that's just something they made up. They're just trying to sell something. Like, I'm the biggest seller. <laughs> I'm the hardest person to sell to You guys, um, you can't close me because I'm a closer. So like I see a sales pitch coming 10 miles away, you know, so I am the hardest person that you would ever um, encounter. And so, you know, I Googled liposomes, I talked to physicians, and I saw that it was a science that has been around since the 1960s, originally developed as a carrier vehicle for cancer medication. So anybody that's a scientist, a physician, or maybe has gone to medical school is very familiar with liposomes. Uh, They've been under patent. And most of those patents have expired. And when that happens, private companies can go and take a technology and create their own products. And that's what we did. And so when you look at supplements and other nutraceuticals on the marketplace, you will find that they have a ton of fillers. Um, oh, wow. The, yes. Fillers.
0: I just I just Googled it. <laughs> Sorry, there I had to go. know.
2: <laughs> it's a real Holy. thing. Holy. It we is a real thing. School. We didn't study scientists. Most of us have not. So most of us wouldn't know about this type of technology that's out there. So, you know, when you look at um, your standard vitamin or supplement that you would go and purchase at your local grocery store, or even in the network marketing world, because there's a lot of products in, in that realm as well, they don't either. They don't absorb or they don't assimilate. Now, a lot of companies and brands and labels say high absorption. Absorption right. means it hits your bloodstream but they don't have any science to back that up. They just put it on the label. That's number one. Number two, what Viseo is doing, we're taking that a step further and it's actually assimilating with your body cells. So with these liposomes, we uh, draw it from sunflower oil. It's made out of phosphatidylcholine. Phosphatidylcholine is the same material that's found in your brain and your liver. And so your body recognizes it. And you can Google our information, go to Viseo.com. There's some videos on there to explain liposomes. Um, But even if you were just to consume the liposome, without any of the ingredients that we have, it actually fortifies the cell membrane and makes it stronger. And that's the really cool thing about it. Now, we have some pretty powerful ingredients that have been clinically studied for years. So we're simply a nutraceutical brand that has taken... Liposomes, a clinically proven science that's been around for decades, and plant-based ingredients, whether it's curcumin, ginger, acai berry, shiitake mushroom, uh, melatonin. And we've created a marriage of those two, and we're delivering very powerful and disruptive products in the marketplace that fall into multi-billion-dollar categories. So 63% of Americans are sleep-deprived. When you don't sleep, your whole day is jacked up. Yep. of Americans are obese and type 2 diabetes is on the rise and a big part of that is because of our relationship with food. When you look at the rise in cognitive disease, dementia, Alzheimer's, ADD, ADHD, Asperger's, um, autism, there's something happening there. In the United States, we consume 70% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs, yet we're the sickest country in the world. That's a price to pay attention to what it is that you're consuming, friends.
0: Yeah, you straight up.
2: Changing your habits, and so one. My favorite product—I'll just talk about that for a second. We have a few of them; they're all effective. Um, is the Neuro? The Neuro is doing amazing things for active-duty military and veterans with PTSD. It's doing amazing things for individuals with ADD and ADHD that maybe uh, is, don't... It a new,
0: is it a nootropic.
2: I don't even know what nootropic is. You're going to have to explain that to me. I'm oh, a okay. business person, not the scientist. <laughs> okay. i have a scientist to back, back me up on all this stuff. So go ahead. Okay. Take, take the mic.
0: Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So keep talking. I was just curious. So neuro.
2: Neuro. Um, it's vegan, plant-based. Uh, one of the ingredients is ginkgo biloba. And it's making a difference in helping people come off of, it wasn't designed for this, but this is what we're finding, come off of anti-anxiety medication, antidepressants, It's making a difference in their PTSD. Um, I have a friend who is a caretaker for an Alzheimer's uh, patient, and she says she notices a difference in her behavior night and day by taking neuro. I mean, these are real solutions that are offering support to individuals with real problems, with epidemics. And that's what we're about. We're about delivering solutions. So it's not just a product. It's a solution to people's health problems.
0: Hmm. Um, is it possible to purchase a sample?
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> we give, uh, I, I have a website, which Josh, if this is something that you want to get involved in, then I would absolutely want to funnel everybody to you. Um, I have a website. If you go to joinelite.faseo.com um, or if you private message me or get in touch with me, Um, I can either, I can pretty much get samples of almost anything for you. So whether it's sleep, the V3 or the V slim, Um, when it comes to our other products, the renew, the neuro and the core, um, those are products that you probably need to be on for a few weeks, if not 30 days, you know, they work a little bit different in the body. And so that's why, um, we don't always send out samples of that. It takes a little bit longer, but everybody's results and experience is different, but yeah, we have samples. If you're in San Diego, um, I'm going to be doing a huge event next month on um, the 22nd of the President Daniel Piku come into town so you guys can meet him, you can message me for those details, and you can come and try the product or just hit me up or hit up Josh if he decides that he wants to get involved
0: I don't know <laughs> I don't know I um We'll talk about that. The um, sure. but I'm intrigued and I, look and I'm I've I've done I did really really well. Uh, I got involved with a company I won't say their name mm-hmm. um, because I can't stand them. But they had literally one of the best products I've ever seen in my life. And having worked work it was especially with skincare, working with dermatologists mm-hmm. um, and medical grade skincare lines, I, I know a lot about the science and I know about the ingredients and how things are made and molecular weight and blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah <clears throat> this product it, it just made sense to me and I primarily sold the doctors but I think my first month signed signed up like 130 people or something insane mm-hmm. so it, it, because I really believe that so I, I know that there's a lot of good products out there um, and there's some very good companies um, but honestly I have yet to hear of one that's doing what y'all's is doing and that's pretty exciting so kudos okay. to you Um Neuro helps my anxiety in a massive way, and it's helped my daughter avoid ADHD medication since being diagnosed. And we notice a huge difference in her. Our products are amazing. Tamara, I'm going to tell you something. Um, so I, I, along with the many issues being of suffering with bipolar disorder and ADHD and PTSD, um, I don't take medication. Mm-hmm. And the when I was able, and now I have to manage my life differently. Don't get me wrong. But... ADHD is a superpower and if it's nurtured and taken care of and you take care of your brain and it sounds like neuro is doing that because it's those are healthy, you know, plant based ingredients. So it's going to it's going to help. And we I really feel like we all do better eating more plants. Wow. Um, you're the ADD. I just want to say it for anyone listening, because there's a lot of people that battle with mental health issues that watch this show. Um, your bipolar disorder, your ADHD is a gift and if it's nurtured and taken care of correctly, it can, it can be a superpower for you. And you don't have to be afraid of it. And you don't have to try to suppress it. Those drugs you are taking are killing you. Mm-hmm. So I, I will support anything um, that gives people a natural alternative way to heal or improve how they, improve how they yes. feel.
2: The body has the ability to heal itself. You yes. just have to give it what it needs. And it's yes. probably not always. I think that there is a place for pharmaceutical products, um, but hundreds of the diseases that we are seeing in the United States are pretty much curable with some proper diet, some exercise yeah. and giving the body what it needs. So I love it. Yeah.
0: Well, Kimberly, I am, I'm so grateful that you're, you're so freaking easy to talk to. No wonder (laughs) you're such an awesome team. Uh, (laughs) uh, And I just, everyone that's here um, to see Kimberly, thank you guys so much for joining the show um, and supporting her. This is amazing. These comments are like, like that. Yeah, this is, wow. These comments are amazing. Um. Kimberly, you're welcome back anytime. You are oh, an amazing, amazing human thank being. Thank you so much. Um, God bless you. And uh, for coming on the show, I'm going to give you a giraffe. Now, <laughs> you cannot sell it and you cannot give it away. Okay. It, but you got to make sure to feed and water it. But what are you going to do with it?
2: Oh, I was given a giraffe. That's the most random question I've ever received in my life. You totally caught me off guard. I think I would invite everybody over to enjoy it. I love giraffes. I think they're amazing creatures. <laughs> can I open up a petting zoo?
0: Yes, you can. You can okay, do anything so you want. Will,
2: I'll call Joan Embry. She's in San Diego. She knows what to do with giraffes. I don't know how to take care of one, but she can teach me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll come over and play with it. Um, I, I, I don't live that far away. so Okay. I'm in Little, I'm in little Italy, so Perfect. we'll, uh, you know. I I like to ride my giraffe, you know, uh, up and down India street.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think I would open up a petting zoo for everybody to come and see my giraffe.
0: Everybody
2: gets to enjoy it.
0: That's awesome. The the Um, gift
2: of abundance. I'm I'm giving it all away.
0: (laughs) Kimberly, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you everybody else that's come to join and support her. Uh, You guys are welcome back anytime
2: Thank God bless you. you,
0: Kimberly. Thank you so much. Thank
2: you. God bless. Bye bye.
0: Man, nothing makes me more excited on this show than having badass women uh, who are driven to change the world. Uh, it just it's a it's a to me it's a great example. If you heard our first guest, she's she wants the, she wanted to be president of the United States, and she was told by her parents, "Ah, oh, you're a woman, you can't." Uh, I'm so glad that that is changing in our culture because. <laughs> Women women can do anything. And and she's proving it. So kudos to all of you guys: Danielle, Judith, Jennifer, Bonnie, Tamra, Diane, Karen, Krista, uh, Anna, Julie, Diane, all of you guys. Wow. Maureen, Lynette, Tiffany, Diane, Ashley Sturgis. Wow. They're dad gum. You guys are you guys are all over the place. Jennifer, wow, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for joining Morning Gratitude. Um, if you want to support Kimberly, share the video. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually, I have to be honest with you. I'm pretty impressed with this company. I had no idea that she was involved in network market. Yeah. Well, maybe I did, but I didn't really think about it. Cause I, I just watch her videos. She's empowering. She's an amazing woman. So anyway, thank you guys for all watching the show today. And, um, God bless you. Thank you very much. Also, if you haven't talked to somebody in a while that you care about, reach out to them today and tell them, you know what? I love you. I miss you. And tell them that you're grateful for them. And if you have the opportunity to help someone today, it doesn't matter if it's just a smile or you know holding the door open for them or if somebody drops their groceries and helping them pick it up, whatever. If you have the opportunity to help someone, don't think about it. Just do it. Anyway, God bless. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, iHeartRadio. Thank you, Spreaker. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, and of course, you Facebook of people that are so dadgum incredible. God bless you all and have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'm gonna play this song real quick. I gotta play this band. Thank you, guys. See you guys tomorrow. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Be a blessing indeed. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Bradley, my man, good to see you, buddy.